<laughs> and it was a time of year that they associated with human death. Welcome to the Frankie and Dickie. Today is Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. You got to get in the spirit. You got to believe it. Spooky I believe. season is among us. That's right. That's right. So uh, welcome to the Freaky Deaky Halloween episode. Welcome. Freaked out already. I, I'm not freaked out. Yeah. So this is a very well planned out and thought out uh, episode. Everything is down to the last detail as usual. I guess, I don't know, you want to start off with something light? What, what, what's your favorite Halloween movie of all time? The one with the little girl? A classic. Yeah, a classic, really. I don't know which Halloween it is. Are we talking about Halloween, the franchise? Or we're, we're talking about Halloween, the day. So pretty much any scary movie. Any. Yeah. What, what's your go to movie when it's Halloween time? Damien or the Omen. OK. Yeah. I'm going to go totally PG here. I love Practical Magic. Is that the one with Bette Midler and no. Sandra Bullock? That oh, is Sandra Hocus Bullock. Focus. This OK. Is, you know, yeah. And Nicole Kidman. OK. That classic. was a good one. Yes. So we should probably introduce Heather. I was going to say, yeah, everybody's like, I, as much as I want to just keep this going, like you've been just here the entire jumping time. in on here. <laughs> just be like, uh, oh yeah, Heather, she's been here the whole time. Yeah. We just finally Lurk, got our lurking mic. in the back. Yeah. No. So, uh, actually, yeah, this is Heather. So, you can't yeah. see her right now, but you, per- you can probably catch a glimpse at some point. Instagram, the socials, right? Yes, I do share a lot on Freaky Deaky. Nice. Yeah. Crime junkie, love true crime, anything freaky, untrue. Anything I just want to, yeah, yeah, freaky, deaky, <laughs> yeah. I like it both. And just, you know, a girl that wants a mystery, really. Yeah. Scooby-Doo, uh, wannabe uh, Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm. So I'm Scooby-Doo here. was always disappointing to me at the end. Just one time I wanted it to be a real monster. Yeah. And we're always telling you that they're real Christian. And you're over here telling us they're not. So. Scooby-Dooby. Scooby-Dooby. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Start of the song right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will not sing on this podcast <laughs> yet. No, it's a, it's a, we felt like it was a good fit too. Like it was, it's, it's just both of us were, what would you say? We're not super active, right? Like not, getting, not, no. We're, we're go-getters to an extent, if it can be done from the simplicity of our, our homes. Yes. So having someone like you around, you are, I mean, you've done more to help spread the word of this podcast than in like a week than I've done since we've been recording back, what, July, June, July? I think just because I, uh, I love Alaska. I'm a yeah. huge, huge Alaska girl over here, and I believe in this podcast. That's something I really, I believe what we're doing is going to be something good. And so just getting it out there and wanting, like I said, not how many Alaskans have done a huge thing. It'd be cool to just rep our home state and yeah. tell the stories we have to tell. I feel like we've got a lot here. There's a lot of stories. This is just oh, the yeah. beginning. How you found out about the podcast is a bit of a funny story as well, if you yes. want to share that. So Scott is married to my best friend and Christian is her father. And I saw a sticker on a friend's water bottle for Freaky Deaky Podcast and me loving podcasts. I was like, I'm going to check this out. So I'm at the gym, put it on my phone, and there's only a 10-minute clip. And the whole time I'm like, these voices sound so familiar. You know, I just, these people have had to been in one I've listened to something it ends the first 10 minutes and I don't know about all you guys, but I had like my arm hair was standing up. I was chills. <laughs> I wanted more. I wanted to be scared. I wanted to know what the heck was going on. 
So I text my friend and I was like, you know, that sticker you had, there's only 10 minutes I can find here. And she was like, that's Scott and Christian's podcast. I'm like, wow, blonde (laughs) over here. Did not know these guys that I've known for a good portion of my adult life have been working on this. And so I excitedly fangirl, write Scott immediately. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love podcasts. I love this genre. I'm so excited about this. Like, what can I do? And if you guys would even let me like help research, I'm all about it, whatever I can do to help. And so I kind of just like jumped in on their thing, but I'm happy to jump on in and you guys, you know, don't mind having me. I hear you have a, is it a podcast husband? I do love Payne Lindsay. He's probably, I mean, Payne, if you're listening, I swear <laughs> I'm not crazy. Just think the work he has done is amazing. And yeah. and it is. It yeah. is. It's so, amazing. Everything he, I've heard. Fangirl pretty hard. I'm like, if we could get our podcast to be an ounce of the success he's had, I mean, yeah. crazy talent. So, yes. Just, I'd just, like to call him my podcasting husband <laughs> or boyfriend, you know, or even a friend. Hi, Payne. Yeah. My friend. Pain. This is me listening. Yes. Do you have a podcasting husband or a wife, Scott? <laughs> yeah, my, my podcasting husband is when Ryan Reynolds decides to make a podcast. Hmm. Actually, yeah. Anthony Jeselnik. I'll, I'll throw that in as a as a, a distant second. The Jeselnik and Rosenthal Vanity Project is if you're into dark humor, as I am, then uh, then you'll enjoy that. I feel everyone has the one podcast that gets them like sucks them. I mean, like you said that, and yeah. For me, Up and Vanished with Pain, just yeah. I love his other work, but you nothing gets you as that first one you really fall in love with. Yeah. What's yours? I I I, I always go back to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History because that is one of the first podcasts I listened to. One of the first I gave money to, and that was what nineteen ninety four. No, he was. I think he was still a a newsman back then. But yeah. I started listening to him probably 2010. So early on that's in the podcast, a decade, man. Yeah, yeah, that's podcast game. So he's great. If I had a podcast wife, it would be Desi Jettigan from Hollywood Crime Scene. She just she probably <laughs> would wouldn't accept me as a husband though. You don't know that, man. Give this give this podcast a few more months. It might. Yeah, but she's funny. Up. Once we so. get our cult following. Yeah. yeah, you can have your pick of probably three or four. What was her name? It's her name? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm zoning there for a minute. Desi Jettikin. Okay. Yeah, Hopefully you, you'll make um, that sound a little bit better. Desi Jettikin. Well, it's not a name that is like easily accessible, I imagine. that's, that's You got to think for that one. Everybody I've told about that podcast loves it, so... Yeah. So uh, how keeping on like a Halloween theme, did you have a like gigantic fear of something when you're younger? Like as a kid, was there like a, your greatest fear? Because mine, mine's ridiculous. And I'll, I, I'll, I want to hear your guys to see if it's even close to being on the mine's, same level. Mine's mine. going to be ridiculous. We will <laughs> battle this out. Okay. <laughs> like You know, that old fairy tale, like the Billy goats, the three Billy goats or whatever that Billy go over. gruff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, go over the bridge. Yeah. That troll was my childhood fear. No, nah, man. I got I got you beat by easily a mile. Do you have one? Mine was red eyes. Anything with red eyes, like to the point where my mom would have to cover my sister's analog clock in our room because <laughs> I would think they were eyes. And yeah. like we were out walking, you know, Alaska, it's dark in the winter. And uh, I'd always be looking in the woods for red eyes. Like that was just a huge fear. And I think it stemmed from my grandmother. She lived up here and she slept walk one night and they had to the outhouse. And I guess she fell asleep, you know, in there. And then she, when she opened the door to go out, all she saw were red eyes all over the woods 
Mm. And it was caribou. Caribou. Yes. They have red eyes. Like or the is light because she had the like flashlight. The, yeah. yeah. And all of it was the red eyes. Oh. And so it just freaked me out as a kid. And I was like yeah. terrified yeah, to go out, you know, yeah. in Alaska in the dark and yeah. have caribou <laughs> eyes. No, that's understandable though. Caribou eyes sounds like a pop song. Yeah, get Your boo. Yeah. But that also explains why people think they see red eyes of monsters in the forest. It's just caribou. Sometimes it explains it. Sometimes I was about to say, I just not, gave Christian more, <laughs> more <laughs> ammo to be against no. it. No, it's 100% always monsters yeah. staring back at you. So <laughs> Never logic. Yeah, I can 100% definitively say both of those fears are kind of, you know, based in reality. Right. For the longest time, I, I had to have been when I remember it, I think I was probably seven. Uh, if my mom's listening, she can probably remind me because I think I told someone and it was probably my mom. Uh, I had the biggest fear that my entire life wasn't a thing and that I was actually like I, I remember I would think of like, what if everything that I've experienced has been a dream and I wake up and I'm actually like a turtle or some shit. That was my biggest. I was like, like I would cry myself to sleep at night. Like, am I going to wake up as a turtle? <laughs> it was just like, and I don't know when it, when it, when it started, when it stopped, but there was, I would say probably a couple of weeks solid where I was like, shit, I don't know. I don't know what's on the other side of this. Well, you think I go to the slope every two, three weeks to work. Mm -hmm. I really belong to the adjustment bureau mm. and we just found out you're on to us. So we're going to adjust this I appreciate and you that. will be a turtle again. Oh, I, oh, I thought you were going to make the fear stop, but nope, it's <laughs> no, a reality. you're a turtle. Yeah, oh shit. Okay. Well, well, all this has been in vain then. If I ever get a turtle, I'm 100% naming it Scott now. Oh no. Thank you. That's, that's going to be very fearful. No. I'm good. So we should probably start this out with you telling us how would wait before how long is this history of Halloween? How long do you think it's going to are you going to wind this out? We'll be done by. <laughs> am I, I going to look at like the clock and be like, oh, shit, we've been recording for three hours. Be done by All Saints Day. OK, so we got some time. First off, did you know more people, especially millennials, are buying costumes for their pets? 20 percent did so in 2018. I am one of those. Yes. So you do know. Yeah. I'm helping. I'm helping lead the charge on that one. Yeah. Just some weird tidbit I wanted to throw <laughs> yeah. in. I've never dressed up one of my pets, so. Really? Yeah, Yet. I haven't. I no. do it to embarrass Bristol. Every year I get it. Like, I got her a weird mermaid one. I got her. The only thing she's ever really enjoyed was that Christmas sweater. She's a weird dog. I got her a Christmas onesie, and it was the most adorable thing I've ever seen in my life, and she would not wear it for more than five minutes. Yeah, I mean, my dog, I think he rip it right off so. yeah <laughs> you guys know all about halloween you know where it can't, comes from yeah the the loose like i don't probably not as in depth as you're about to go but yeah the the loose bits i get that we might go in depth i'll try piece this together from different articles but i took out the fun parts so we know halloween in the u.s is celebrated on october 31st a saturday this time around today actually yes today yeah. Exactly. This um, thing's live. Nobody knew it until yep. now. It's live. Our first live episode. Yeah. The tradition originated with ancient Celt the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, which, if you look at the spelling, doesn't look anything like that. You're glad you looked that up, huh? Yeah, oh. I did. I even listened to people say it. Going around saying Sam Hain or whatever. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I love to Google how to pronounce Yeah, this. I just don't ever yeah. want to look like a jackass. Yeah. Exactly. I was I don't totally. Want to sound rude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm like. And then I put on YouTube just to make sure I could say it right. Yeah. All right. We already talked about it coming from Celts. Mm -hmm. So that's, that was, it came about about 2,000 years ago, they think, in an area that's now Ireland, in the United Kingdom or England. 
For the Celts, the day marked the end of the summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter. And it was a time of year that they associated with human death. Celts believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. And this is when it was believed that ghosts of the dead returned. You get down a little ways by 40,000, 40,000, 43, 43 AD. The Roman Empire had conquered the majority of Celtic territory. Nailed it. Finally. Yeah. In the course of 400 years that they ruled the Celtic lands, two festivals of Roman origin were combined with the traditional Celtic celebration. The first is a name I'm going to butcher. Borrelia, I think, is what it is. It's a day in late October when the Romans traditionally commemorated the passing of the dead. The second day was to honor Pomona. She was a Roman goddess of fruit and trees. The symbol of Pomona is the apple, and the incorporation of this celebration into Samhain probably explains a tradition for bobbing for apples. Hmm. Caramel apples. Drown yourself. And then, you know, we have the tradition of carving pumpkins, jack-o'-lanterns, and all that fun stuff. They used to use turnips, potatoes, things like that in Ireland. And then um, there's a, a story. Let me get to the right part of it, which I lost. Good thing Scott's going to edit this today. Yeah, you are just going to kill me, aren't you? As we're doing it live. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm editing on the fly, man. This is right. even worse. So. We're putting his true... Uh... <laughs> okay, so the, according to the Irish legend, jack-o'-lanterns were named after a man, man called Jack who could not enter heaven because he was a, a miser. He could not enter hell either because he played jokes on the devil. As a result, Jack had to walk the earth with his lantern until Judgment Day. So he's still walking the earth with his lantern then. Yep, forever. And then once it got to America, many America, many early American settlers had come from England and other Celtic regions, and they brought a lot of their customs with them. But because of the strict religious beliefs of the settlers, Halloween celebrations did not become popular until the 1800s. During that period, large numbers of immigrants arrived from Ireland and Scotland and introduced their Halloween costumes. Do you know why they have costumes? Because they're trying not to be themselves. They're hiding from the ghost of the dead. Hmm. Like the ghosts are going to just stumble past Scooby-Doo or some shit and be like, oh, that's not the guy I'm looking for. Obviously, they can't see behind the mask. So if you sleep with the mask on, you might be safe. Oh, like a sleep mask? Because I could do that. I don't think that would work. It'd probably have to be a an actual mask. Well, if you want to go old school, you use the head of a animal you killed. Oof, what if I don't want to go old yeah, school? What's the go down smell. to Walmart? Is that the process? Good. They have that Halloween store every year. They do. That is my basic history of Halloween. That's the basic history. That was like four minutes, man. I was expecting you to. I mean, it's you. You gotta. There's gotta be something about science or some shit in there, right? There's, there's gotta be some kind of. The only thing that's and it's not science is a lot of people believe that they changed or they added the holidays, the holidays we celebrate over pagan festivals or holidays to kind of yeah. make it make the re, the new religion mm-hmm. a little bit more accessible to the people, I guess. Yeah. Well, well, us good Christian boys have. Harvest festivals, sir, but... It's the same thing. Yeah, I know. It's the same thing without any of the cool stuff. Who would have yeah. guessed? Yeah. No weapons, no scary yeah. costumes. They might have a Very. bonfire, though. Uh, nope. Well, maybe the cool ones. Kids, fires. Yeah. That's, kind yeah. Of... That's true. You're not trying to send people back to God too soon, all right? So... It's pretty Unless, mild. <laughs> they did sacrifice animals during some of these festivals. Oh, yeah, we did that a lot. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. then... Some other people decided that they sacrificed humans, too, at the same time, but they can't really prove that. But if it's pagan, you might as well throw some human sacrifice in there. 
Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You're going to sacrifice. You might yeah, as well. yeah. It makes it scarier. Up the exactly. ante a little bit. Yeah. So, and now we just use it for marketing, right? We use it to sell candy. I was about to say candy, mm-hmm. costumes. It's a big yeah. cash cab there. Yeah. It's a consumer Same world. Valentine's yeah. Day. Sorry, a lot of people trying to don't listen to this part. You're probably not. Um, yeah, in most of the holidays, actually, like Fourth of July, I imagine, is a big selling point too. Yeah, they've all. Well, they're yeah, all about all money now. Mm-hmm. So all the all the magic is gone. Hot dogs. Oh yeah. All the money we spend, like Christmas. Ah, oh, this is the time of giving, and I want to yeah. show how much I love you. What's <laughs> going in debt? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's a, that's a yearly occurrence, actually. Yeah. It's always like, I feel like I gotta get this person something else. To show how much I love them. Yeah. It's all about love in the end, right? right. Yeah. Money's got nothing to do with it. That's why the ghosts stick around, because they love you. Yeah. Or they, they just love don't want to let go. Yeah, it could be both. Sometimes it probably is. So, so do you have any additions that you'd like to make that? What are your thoughts on that? What do you... I think it's just another typical pagan holiday that's been made for us. You don't believe that the ghosts used to... Uh, you don't believe that the goats the, were you just speaking goats? ghost language i was yeah the the goats or the ghosts either or you don't think they roam the streets the goats probably did goats yeah yeah black the ghosts yeah no to yeah. the ghosts hmm? but no to the ghosts no to the ghosts goats and ghosts they're spelled almost the same yeah I'll, I'll take it. Maybe <laughs> thousands of years ago when they first started seeing ghosts they were actually goats acting all weird with their red eyes classic it's a classic goats are a little devious yeah well that's uh that's an interesting little read up it wasn't much of one i no it's you know but it hit the basics i think everybody kind of knows now that but isn't it weird that that alone has spread into what halloween is now like how intense most adults get for halloween it wasn't like that when i was a kid my parents never were like fuck yeah halloween you know like it was when you're a parent dressing up yeah my parents never once dressed up and now it's a big thing like families are like what are you doing this year what's your theme the marketing got us damn it i'm too cheap that's my big deal i'm like i went to target the other day and 50 dollars for a kid's costume times that and then you think of a fan i'm like no i'm good inflation is a son of a bitch all right no so yeah. you're, you're saying that, that they got you and that's why adults want to wear costumes. Now, yeah. Do you ever think that adulting is just something you want to get away with and wearing a costume is one of the ways you do it? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's they got us. I think they got us. Because it's every holiday now. Us, We're millennials, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not a millennial. Matching yeah. pajamas at Christmas. We're going to, yeah, we got to get all, put it on Instagram. That's yeah. true. That's me. true. <laughs> But it's you only do it because you enjoy it. Who has the best it. Christmas tree? Who has the yeah? We gotta make everything look yeah picture perfect. So we we took a once sacred and scary holiday for the pagans, and we made it into a cash cow for the man, which oh, scares yeah. us when the bill comes due. Yeah, always. Yeah. That's more real than any ghost. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, well, it's good. We get the we get the the rundown. We get to feel uh, yeah. I well. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna tell some some freaky stories. We've uh, pulled a few zingers out, and these are all supposedly true. That's that's not really you know I wasn't there. I can't say for sure. Some people, the way they write, it's kind of a good. Uh, you can get an indicator for how. Like I mean, obviously Stephen King writes really well, and nobody's like, did that shit happen? So either way, I I like to trust people for, does, for the most. On Halloween, part. does it really matter whether it's true or not? 
Yes, because I want to prove that these things are actual events that happen. And and the off-the-wall stories are even better. The ones where you're like, I've never once heard anything like this. And I've got one of those. I don't know, it, just, it, it helps me maybe it's not so limited to just be shadow people or Bigfoot or Dogman or any of those. But maybe it's like an entire dimension of these different creatures out there that... I don't know. Maybe they pop up at random times. Maybe there's experiments by the government. Maybe it's a conspiracy. I don't know. There's a lot there. Maybe there's a reason Halloween is Halloween. Made me think of another little tidbit. Do you know what hallow means? Holy? Yep. Yeah. Makes it seem less scary. Well, I mean, if you look at it like Dia de los Muertos, so people think it's it's a happy thing. It's not like a scary ghost thing. It's actually like it's the day your family gets to be with you. Come over. So there's different ways you can look at it. Like you can make the ghost scary or you're like, hey, it's just their presence and they just want to be here. Yeah. All, all us Westerners are like, oh, fuck ghosts. You, oh, yeah. yeah. We're we, we immediately go to like paranormal activity thinking mm-hmm. it's yeah. going to torment us. It's there for a bad yeah. thing. But what if it's just someone just trying to reach out? Yeah. Us Americans, especially in the Western world, are not very good with dealing with death. So I think that's why there's we create so much trauma around it and fear when you see other groups you know celebrating yeah the the dead on halloween or the day of the dead in mexican culture they just look at it they're more accepting of death than say we are which is good for the horror film industry it is yeah but that's what i'm saying is i think a lot of the the closed off people are outnumbered by far by the people that actually believe this stuff and have experiences but like we live in the area that it's closed off. People don't really believe in that shit or it's all in your mind or it's your brain or it's science or whatever. Everywhere else in the world, they're like, oh, yeah, that's real. Yeah, I saw one last week, you know, <laughs> but yeah, so, they just accept it and yeah. move on. But it, they're not usually scared. Well, well uh, start off with their stories. Yeah. Going to try to scare me now? Uh, yeah, I think I might. OK, I'm I don't ready. know. We'll see. I mean, it's it's this. I mean, they're both freaky. One's more psychological than the other. But yeah, this is one of the weird ones. I haven't I haven't heard a story like this before. At least with this particular cryptid or whatever, or humanoid, whatever you want to call it. So both of these stories actually come from Reddit. I enjoy spending a hour or two on Reddit before I go to bed. It's just a nice way for me to get in the mindset of being freaked out and falling asleep. Hmm. That explains a lot scientifically. I bet it does. Yeah. Or psychologically. Yeah. This one is from a Reddit user that goes by Hey UTL or Hyutal. Not quite sure. I grew up in a haunted house, rather a haunted neighborhood. It's an old Air Force base that has since been recommissioned for college students and their families to go to school on the outskirts of town. Growing up there, I have experienced many strange things, many of which I cannot explain besides it being paranormal. Even though I knew a good bit about the paranormal or the occult, some of these entities proved out to be or proved out to my main knowledge, proved out of my, you know what, what the fuck is this sentence? I read this thing earlier, and it made perfect sense, and I was even adding in certain, like, grammatical things so I could, oh, let me see. Even though I know a good bit about the paranormal or the occult, some of these entities proved out of my main knowledge base. You did it! It all makes sense. I pulled it together. I've seen my little sister's double, seen multiple shadows in the house with a friend present. He quickly left after they all moved away at once. Had things move around, knocks on doors when no one else was home or asleep, footsteps up and down the hallway, conversations that would mute when you got close to them, and many other things. However, one of the creepiest ones always happened at the main bathroom. It had a small hallway branching from the main hallway. It wasn't very long, but I never felt safe there. 
during the night, even as a grown adult, I would run as best as I could at night because, wait, shoot me, shoot me. I swear this, this entire thing, I read it on my lunch. I'm like, this makes perfect sense. Who's going to edit it if we shoot you? Well, someone's got to figure it out. I don't like when people use the same word twice in the same sentence. It feels like it's repetitive and it freaks me out. So hallway did that to me right now. It, it wasn't very long, but I never felt safe there. During the night, even as a grown adult, I would run as best I could at night because I feared what was behind me. Does that make sense? Everyone catch yeah, on? Yeah. He's running because he He's thinks something's behind yeah. him. All right. Instead of trying to make the sentence flow, I'm just going to explain it. I, I slowly stopped doing so because I knew that whatever it was got some kind of pleasure from it. I slowly started to not feel a presence near as much, but it was still there. One evening, as I'm taking a shower, getting ready for bed, I hear a knock, but not from the door. It came from the medicine cabinet. So being the curious fucker I am, I peeled back the shower curtain to see some, some of the fog having been wiped off the mirror. I started to take a closer look when I saw a black slanted eye with no skin around it start to peek its way into my line of sight. I quickly hopped back in the shower and sat there, back against the wall, not knowing what to do. I eventually turned the shower off and hauled ass out of there still dripping wet. A little spooky? Yes. Nothing worse than being terrified when you're naked and slippery, you know? Cornered in a shower. Yeah. From a creepy eye. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. That's Be when you just give up. I, well, I, just I think you basically like, did. It's over. Yeah, we yeah. did it. You got me. The next time I saw this thing, I was walking down the hall after getting home from school, and I'm the only one home. I hear some scuffling like dogs running around and a, and a door open. I ready myself for someone to be home, and as I walk out of my bedroom door, I hear a, hey, but muted and not a voice I knew. So I start to make my way towards the front door with my back to the wall, as I felt I might need to dash back to my room for safety. My mistake here was that I was facing the hallway that led to the bathroom. I move over bit by bit, and I hear another voice. Seems to be coming from the living room. So I take another step. Then I see something in the corner of my eye, like a hand pulling back from a corner. I couldn't make it out at the time, but it didn't freak me out enough until I got in full view of the hallway with this thing standing there in a grotesque way. Black slanted eyes, no skin anywhere, black claws, and smelled something awful. More of a rotting meat than rotten eggs. I froze for a second before I saw it flinch a little like it was coming for me, and I dashed back to my room, slamming the door behind me, only to get three knocks every few seconds. I don't remember what I said. It was along the lines of, I'm not going to be afraid of you. You can't get past this door. And then it stopped. I waited there until someone got home, to which I went outside for the rest of the day, making sure I didn't have to use the restroom at night for any reason. A few months go by, and I'm still uncomfortable in this bathroom slash hallway, but not much has happened since, so my guard started to slip. One night, I believe it was a Friday night, I was taking a late night shower. Everything's going as normal, wash the hair, face, body, when suddenly the lights go out. There was a storm going on in town, and we were getting the weak part of it, so I didn't think much of it. I stepped out to turn on the lights and see if the house had power. Sure enough, all the house had power, but the bathroom wasn't turning on, yet the exhaust fan was still on. That's when I start to get really worried and turn the lights on one more time, and with no avail. Decided to keep my shower going in the dark, idiot, sorry that was my input. As I got back into the shower, I could feel something <laughs> breathing on me. Back of my neck, my shoulders, felt a few brushes of what I hoped was just my towel and not something else. As I'm getting out of the shower, I'm drying my hair off, and the lights come on. Awesome, I'm thinking as I start to dry my face. When I pull the towel off, I look up and the mirror once again doesn't have fog. 
but the whole lot of it, not just a corner this time. I looked up a little more and just saw, or yeah, and just saw this thing there, right behind me, making a smile of sorts, but its mouth was sewn shut, or so it seemed. I stood there for about five seconds, unable to move, before feeling its claw on my shoulder, closer to my neck. I was suddenly able to move, and again left the bathroom dripping wet, running to my door. I slam it shut, shaken and trying to gather my nerves. I hear a deep, high-pitched laughter and heard the bathroom door close. Went to bed that night with the lights on, all while hearing more footsteps than usual in the hallway. I've seen this thing thrice more, but thankfully none as scary as mentioned above since I've learned to deal with it and how to protect myself. Haven't heard much of skinless humanoids, so this is one that has always stuck with me. Scariest besides being held against a wall from a vengeful ghost. Sorry for the wall text. Just thought I should get one of my stories out there for discussion. Definitely spooky. Yeah, it's a little creepy, right? Skinless, Just the description of this. Skinless, yeah, yeah slanty eyes. Slanted black creepy, eyes, yeah. It's a little... Smelly little creature. Yeah. and But see, that's the thing is that kind of scent. Like, he said not so much rotten eggs, but to me it still sounds like a sulfur type thing. Yeah. That that screams more demonic than anything. Sulfur would... It's supposed to be a... Demonic, yeah. according to the stories, yeah. but the rotting Well, and meat I feel like anything when it's else. like taunting you, it's... Yeah. yeah, demonic. Like if this thing yeah. is coming back continually in that yeah. bathroom, yeah, it's and that I mean sure. that might explain a little bit of why some of these things are so rarely spotted. If it's a demon or something like that, and it can kind of shift into whatever it wants to look like to make you shit yourself, then maybe all the weird off the wall stories are more demonic than they are. You know, creature like, you know, Dogman, Bigfoot, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it'd lend a spiritual point to everything, which I know is taboo, but if it's real, it's real. <laughs> you know, there's no, you can't deny it. It was obviously real to the person telling the story, whether it right. actually happened in reality or I in just his don't, mind's reality. I always reality. think, how can you make that up? Like, I'm a, yeah. I mean, I like to tell a story, but to come up with something no one's ever heard to group them out, I'm like, I feel like you had to have seen that. Yeah. Like, I couldn't just on the fly, like, oh, I'm showering and some creepy eye. The description was pretty, yeah, pretty like, interesting. Makes you really think. Yeah. That or someone's really bored. Yeah. Or just like trying to flex their creative writing right. class. They're like, uh. The next Stephen yeah. King. Well, I have a couple um, Alaskan yeah. ghost stories that many have it. been noted by people. If it's true, I don't, I have never experienced. But uh, first off, the, uh, uh, Alaskan Hotel Captain Cook, you know, downtown Anchorage. Yeah. And it's one of the oldest buildings in Anchorage. Uh, according to local legends, in the early 1970s, a woman commits suicide in one of the hotel restrooms. And since then, some guests have reported sightings of a female spirit dressed in white. The other one is Scary Mary, one of that Alaska's most legendary ghosts. Scary Mary's tale begins with the Gold Rush Expedition. Mary came to the Gold North Hotel in Skagway as a blushing young woman engaged to a prospector named Klondike Ike. <laughs> Klondike. I just picture like clad man in like yeah. plaid and yeah, yeah, yeah total beard that, flex, that, that, Klondike that Ike. Yeah. yeah. I pictured a Klondike bar. Yeah. Is that wrong? No, it's not. And then I had that commercial, <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike yeah. bar in my head? Yeah, it works. You know? So she's engaged to Klondike Ike. Flush with hopes for their future, Mary's fiance set off to win a fortune in the gold fields and never returned. Mary waited and waited, and it is said she locked herself in a couple's room 
Beset with worries, when the concerned hotel keepers finally broke down the door, they found her dead, dressed in a wedding dress that she was meant to have worn on her wedding day. But Mary hasn't yet checked out at the Gold North Hotel. Since her untimely end, guests have been spooked by the apparition of a pale figure looking out of their hotel windows, still on the watch for her lover's ghostly return from the mountains. Sometimes they feel a pocket of cool air wish by in the hallways as a phantom in white brushes by. Even more eerily, the odd patron has awoken to Mary's ghost poised above their beds, just checking to see if Ike is in bed with another. That's enough to make anyone sleep with one eye open. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that would freak me out a little bit. The next one I found interesting because this takes place in the Wendy Williams Auditorium of University of Alaska, which I actually had classes in here and never knew. So can you can you flash back to any memories of you being like it's a little cold and spooky in here? I mean, it's just a really rundown old building. So I yeah. feel overall the campus in Anchorage is really old. But yeah. uh, the University of Alaska's Wendy Williamson Auditorium seems like it was created by a nesting place for ghouls. A half-finished catwalk and elevator shaft give the space of a carnival funhouse feel. The real fun, however, is had by a cater of ghosts who enjoy pranking and scaring students and spectators in the auditorium. Odd events that have occurred over the years are no act. The ghosts of a man, woman, kids, and a teenage boy like to get into all kinds of mischief, including slamming the stall doors in the women's bathroom while the poor ladies struggle to get out. They also have a habit of sabotaging productions. Actors sometimes hear pitter-patter of ghostly feet as the props slide about stage, lights explode and fall, and bizarre shadows appear on the walls. One of the ghosts apparently has a vendetta against brunettes. Two women with long brown hair have been pushed as they take the lobby stairs. If you happen to visit the auditorium on your trip, keep a lookout for family of ghouls. A well, family of ghouls. I am uh, glad I'm a blonde. Yeah. And uh, yeah, watch out if you're at the Wendy Williamson. Sounds like we have to take a trip there. The yeah. next one, this is one I remember in high school, we uh, was really passed around. Yeah. The trick was to go see if you could go make it and actually go out and drive and see this. So about halfway down Badarka Road, a father took his daughter to gather firewood for their cabin. The young girl was only five years old and hoping to help her father. She pulled his axe from the tree while he was resting, causing the tree to fall and kill her instantly. The father, filled with grief, sat in the snow for days holding her lifeless body until hypothermia took his own life. It is said if you travel down this road at 3.30 a.m., you can catch a glimpse of the father holding his blood-covered daughter deep in the woods along the road. Yeah. And this is... Uh, in Chugiak, Alaska, off Badarka Road. Chugiak? Yes. Hmm. So that's over. That, yeah, that's close enough. It's, yeah, yeah right there off Birchwood. Yeah. Yeah, and you just go down the road at 3.30 a.m. So if you are feeling exceptionally advantageous this uh, Halloween, you yeah. can go take a drive. Today's Halloween. Yeah. If we're feeling, yeah, today. It's yeah. yeah, 3.30, I mean, it's early. Yeah. Go take a spooky drive. That's, yeah, th I mean, that's something that, I, I don't know when the last time I stayed up till 3.30 a.m. was, but no, that's doable. I mean, it's close enough. Just can I bring the Ouija board to that one? You can go and play with it outside, sure. But By you, yourself, you be and we're going to leave you. <laughs> yeah, you and your uh, spirit friend will not come pitch yeah. a ride back with us. Yeah. If I brought a spirit into this world by the Ouija board, you could say that you were right. 
and I was wrong. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. I could already say that I'm right and you're wrong, and I don't got to go through all the hoopla. But that would just be an opinion and not fact. This would be a fact. Wouldn't it be worth it? No, I mean, I've had enough experiences of my own, and I'll touch on a couple of them that are a little spooky. So to me, it's already a fact. Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying that everything I've ever seen has been paranormal or, but there's a few that, that left a feeling. And that's, that's kind of a lot of what you get with ghost stories a lot is people are like, and same with cryptids and all that stuff. They're like, no, if, if you're not there looking at it, you don't really understand. Like, like I can say how freaky or how spooked out I was or why I didn't take a picture. But unless you're actually standing in front of one of these things, you just don't really know how you're going to react, you know? Yeah, I don't think everything I've seen is paranormal. As a matter of fact, I think probably most of it isn't. But there's a handful of them that, that I'm like, without a doubt. Yeah. Because I feel like it's the feeling. It's not mm-hmm. just the presence of there. Yeah. Like, it's different. Yeah. Especially if you can feel it before it even happens. Like, you're like, something's off here, you know? I don't like how pets can move. Like, they know an earthquake's coming. They can sense it before we know. But that's what it is. All of a sudden, some kind of energy of the earth just changed. And now you can see different things that you normally couldn't see. That's kind of what they're talking about in that thing you're watching with, like, ley lines and stuff like that. I started looking up ley lines because I never thought to look up ley lines in Alaska, especially. I'm like, I wonder if it is an energy thing. What if it is that, you know, certain... I don't know, maybe it's just on these certain areas, you know, you just have a thinner veil between dimensions or between anything like that, you know, or maybe it's just a weird gas and everyone that lives on this area sees weird shit, you know, who knows, but. That's a teaser for one of our future shows when we talk about ley lines. Yeah. And giants again. Giants again. Yeah. Yeah. Some opinions might be changed, huh? This time around. There's also that place in Whittier. Whittier. The old hotel. There's been multiple. Where is Whittier? It's right there on the uh, alternative arm. When you're going to, you have to take, get there by bridge. Well, it used to be you had to take a train, oh, okay. and now they yeah. have the tunnel, and you can drive through. Yeah, yeah. China's talked about that a couple times. Never gone. Yeah, they have. It's. I mean, there's not a lot in Whittier. It's more of a dock, you know, to yeah. go out into the ocean for fishing. But there's this old um, hotel that when people would go through the train and stay there, and it's like an abandoned. Like I've knew my whole life here. It's always yeah. been standing there, just old, three story place where there's been a lot of paranormal sightings there people talk about i have heard of that things, before footsteps same with on the north yeah. slope there's stories and like i said you know hotel captain cook there's yeah a lot of paranormal sightings in alaska yeah uh, i places. think i think next summer we're gonna have to plan out a couple trips we're on a freaky deaky um the tour. ghost hunt yeah <laughs> the alaska tour scott will never sleep again i know yeah for sure we'll make scott scream on on air, and multiple then make times, a I'm sure, Christian yeah. a believer. There you go. Yeah. It, hey, I'll look like a fool if it means that you actually, you know, come to your senses. But what if I just put a dummy out there and just it scares you? That'd probably scare me too. Yeah. So win-win for you. But I mean, if you want to keep it fair, then clearly wait for a real ghost. All right. Ratings. True. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, I have one more story via Reddit, and this is posted by Devilishly Pretty. I am from a scientific family of medical professionals. The story I'm about to tell you has never been discussed outside my immediate family. The following events took place in 2002, New England. All this took place in a matter of minutes. I go in exact detail so that you can decide for yourself what really happens that night. Finally settled into bed, I fell asleep the moment my head hit the pillow. I was catching an early flight in the AM for business. Suddenly, I hear my eight-year-old son, Danny, running down the hall, rounding the corner that enters our bedroom. Not tonight, Danny. It's like he has a built-in alarm system that goes off every time I have a business trip. Danny and I are 
no stranger to this drill, he always stands a few feet from the side of my bed and whispers, I don't feel good. He does not want to wake his dad, who has to see patients in the morning, and is quick to debunk Danny's plans to stay home from school. Exhausted, I go into mom mode and recite the ailment list. Okay, Danny, is it your head? It's your tummy. Are you hot? Are you cold? No answer. I force myself to sit up now. I glance at my alarm. It's 3.45 a.m. I do not turn on the light, although in reality, my husband could sleep through a tornado. Danny, you need to answer me. What hurts? No answer. Okay, Danny, come with me. I'll take you back to bed. I reach for my glasses on the nightstand. I put my hand out to Danny, now seeing his small outline in the dark, only something's not right. Although my room is dark, the child in front of me was so much darker than the actual darkness of the room. He is the same height as Danny. He is wearing the same red shorts and t-shirt I helped Danny into at bedtime. Never have I seen a child so severely emaciated. His arms and legs look like spindles. He has no hair. I can't turn away from his hollowed out eyes. He seems to be looking nowhere. His mouth is quite full, almost too large for his thin face, and the corners that turn up creating a strange forced smile. The high bridge of his nose reminded me of the profiles you see in Egyptian hieroglyphs. He looks as though he may be sleepwalking or lost. Deeply confused, is this a friend Danny took home or a child who somehow wandered into our home? Keeping my eyes on this child, I try to reach for my husband. I need to shake him awake, but he is at the very edge of our king-size bed and I can't reach him without moving completely from my spot. And I can't bring myself to move an inch. I call out to my husband, Michael, wake up. Please wake up. Someone in our house. He continues snoring. Classic. Classic husband. Sleep through it all. The child is perfectly still and now looking directly at me. I lean forward to examine him more closely. To my horror, I realize this is no child. God help me. Rocking side to side on its long, thin feet while grinning, it kept making a guttural sound followed by a child's soft cry that sounded exactly like Danny's yet its mouth never opened. Quickly tilting its head to one side as if trying to ask me a question, a low humming begins like the sound a TV makes as it's turning on. I'm trembling, but my rational brain tells me that it has to be a dream, a lucid nightmare, but how can I be dreaming if I'm sitting up, I can read the time on my clock, I see the nightstand, I touch my face, my hands, I touch my eyes, they are open, I have no doubt I'm awake. The figure starts to move, stepping closer, in a quick disjointed movement, as if he has severe curvature of its spine. It's too much for my brain to acknowledge. I've never been this frightened in my life, but I feel I must remain strong. I need to figure out what's happening. It's slowly moving backwards in the exact way it moved forwards about two yards away. I call out for Michael once more. He mumbles, but is still in a deep sleep. Again, classic husband. The figure starts to dissipate, dissolving quickly into smoke that resembles a spider's web spinning rapidly into one large circle that formed what looks like a hideous head of a creature. I would describe it as a dragon's head that I had frequently seen in Asian architecture. Low buzzing became louder. The creature is looking directly at me. I only remember its amber eyes that were long, narrow slits. Dear God, it's charging directly at me, like lightning. It hits my chest and knocked me flat on my back, rendering me breathless. Screaming at the top of my lungs, I finally woke Michael. That's what it takes, his wife screaming. <laughs> That's so. She might be dying this time, time to roll over. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, who jumped out of bed and turned the lights on. Danny came running in, asking, what the heck are you screaming about? Stop being so silly. 
Michael immediately understood I was distraught. He picked up Danny, putting him at ease. Mommy had a bad dream, you know, but that's like Danny. He put Danny back to bed and joked about Mommy being a crybaby. I heard Danny laughing. He knew he would be okay, although I was horrified I had woken my family up in this disturbing way. Michael rushed back in and closed our bedroom door. Calm down, Marla. You're hysterical. I was completely filled with dread. Michael, something was really in our room. I thought it was Danny, but it was something terrible. Not in this world. Marla, it was a bad dream. I told you it was too soon for you to return to work. The effects of meningitis don't vanish overnight. Many patients recovering have a terrible hallucinations, especially creative people like you. Think of it as your own brain rewiring, healing itself. I would not consider that healing. Far from it, actually. Scarring, even. Right. Yeah. Michael, I know you can't fathom this, but I'm telling you, something physically knocked me down. It filled me with the kind of pain that I could imagine a mother who just lost her child feels. I never felt this way in my entire life. Please, Michael, I was not dreaming. I need you to believe me, please. Michael returned and handed me a mild sedative. Take another big sip of water, Marla. You're going to cancel your business trip. It's obviously it's too stressful. Your work can wait. And all that really matters is that you're happy and healthy. You are Danny's mother. He is our first priority. You are his safe place. You cannot continue to scare him with all of this. Danny was so upset while you were in the hospital. Please, let's not add to it. I love you, Marla, and promise you will be just fine. It's all the healing process of your brain. You experienced a hypoganic hallucination, a sleep disorder. Hypnogenic? Yeah, hypnogenic hallucination. Just, I, I never understood that's the a, actual... That's yeah. a tongue twister there. I understand it was a frightening, very realistic dream, but it was just a dream. Why don't you take Danny to the beach tomorrow? Enjoy yourself. Have some fun. Let's get some sleep now. He kisses me, tucks me in. I can't shake the bad dread, the fear. My heart physically hurts. I can't stop the tears. I know Michael is right. He has always been my voice of reason. No malice, no dishonesty. It's simply his need to fix things, to find solutions. It's how he is wired. It is why I love him. My life changed that night. My belief system will never be the same again. End. Dear Reader, Nothing like this has ever happened in my life again. All my unexplained experience are quite small in comparison. I believe I was fully recovered on that night of these events. I had viral meningitis, not bacterial, making the recovery easier. I'm grateful for my loving husband and son. We have never discussed the incident again. In my heart, I believe every word I have written is the truth, and exactly as I experienced it. What do you feel really happened? Why do dreams and the paranormal begin? Aren't our dreams a communication tool for the spirit, for the unknown? What would an empath say of our fears, feelings of dread? These are the questions. What is your answer? First glance, I thought meningitis, hand in hand, you know. But again. If you hallucinate, it's going to seem real. Yeah. To an extent. I've had hallucinations that I knew weren't real. Like that it's a hypnagogic, hypnopompic. Hip, hip, yeah, we're gonna have to learn to say this one. Because there's there's two. Hip, one hypnoganic, is hypnogonic hallucination. Huh, I don't think I've heard that. Um I know there there's two that I it's like hip hypnopompic. And one one pretty just mean pretty much means you either hallucinate before you go to sleep or after you wake. So that's the only difference. She must in, have been, yeah. Yeah. Post sleep. And I've had I've had both. Um well, at least that's the only explanation I can have for a lot of them. But yeah, no, that's scary shit, especially because one of the ones I'm going to tell you today is actually most likely tied to that. But it, it's a little different because my cat was also a witness and my cat was also terrified. So I think, I mean, I understand the term and I understand the science behind it. But if you can also, if you're, unless your cat is experiencing the exact same thing as you are, 
or just reading your emotions and be like, he looks terrified. Yeah. That's I feel a like possibility. Cats yeah. sense a lot too. Like, oh, yeah. I know, like, again, going back to the animals before having, you know, an earthquake, like, I remember my cats would just like run around in circles in the living room before and just kind of like freaked out. Yeah. And then you'd feel it like forever later. Like, like it's why aren't just you crazy. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, ancient past, we could do some of that stuff too. But as we got more modern and develop different tools we didn't need to use those senses as a de-evolution oh yeah 100 percent. we all it's idiocracy in real life (laughs) we all carry around a rectangle item that can't leave our pockets because we rely on them (laughs) our alarm our calendars yeah it's a calendar it's on on your phone it's on my rectangle what are you talking about your rectangle right there (laughs) in your pocket yeah, I never use it though. <laughs> I'll check the date. I'll be like, oh, that's what today is. Like, is oh, today payday? I have to, or it'll be like <laughs> out the brain. Yeah. Yep. I'll forget. So, so that's a pretty creepy ass tale. Like, it are you falling directly into the? This has I have to, be. to go because, like I said, I I read a good portion of this one, and yeah. I was like, wow, totally believing her. And then at the end, and what really you know head on hits it yeah. is. She's never experienced anything like that ever again. Yeah. And ever before, probably. Yeah. Which uh, points more toward meningitis. The meningitis. And yeah. As a possibility. It's still a crazy story. Yeah. I mean, I don't doubt it was terrifying, but... Well, yeah, it sounds terrifying. Meningitis on that one. Did you, did you happen to read through any of the comments? Did anyone... Um, was anyone suggesting anything else? Everyone was just saying that like sleep paralysis or well, something. Well, like everyone was believing in the shadow person. Yeah. People do believe in the shadow people, but then a lot of people are like, well, but it could be. But regardless, that's terrifying, kind of yeah. where we're at. Like, Speaking of shadow people, you ever had anybody suggest a film to you or a TV show you should watch? Yes. I've actually had, had you suggest a, mo- a TV show I should watch, and I went and watched it. I know you don't know what that's like. I don't. Yeah. What is, uh, <laughs> what, what did you watch? The first episode of Evil. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good. With George, the shadow person. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. Terrifying. It yeah. was, but it was kind of funny at the same time, but terrifying. Yeah, that show develops really well. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it turns more into, it's just crazy, but you definitely need to see that through. And I, dude, yo, look, first of all, I tried to watch They Live. Secondly, uh, it was like renting for $5 and it's China's card that's attached to the Amazon account. So I wasn't trying to. All you had to be is like, oops. Your dad told me I had to do this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, way to go, Bristol. Nice. But (laughs) no. Yeah. So you both are are leaning towards meningitis. On that that one. one. I mean, like I said, ghost story or not, I believe like I've heard enough people with the Hotel Captain Cook. Yeah. And those places where I could believe. I feel like when it's somewhere that multiple stories are happening, I can go with that. It's a little more. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. No. And you, you both could be right. Yeah. But. I mean, you, you both could also be wrong. Wow. Or you have Scott, Minute. who's like very <laughs> yeah. much a believer, Christian yeah. the skeptic, and then I fall right the in the middle. Yeah. I'm like right <laughs> yeah. there, like it's, so well, close. I mean, yeah, whatever. Because I've had people like Scott and friends that have told me their stories, and I I can't help but believe them. Like, why would they wouldn't make yeah. something up? Scott's not a crazy person, so I gotta believe I might the story. Be I we'll mean, find out. We keep doing like crazy stories. Like, I'm losing it. But then also very scientific based person where I'm like, well, like this one cut, you know, cut and dry, like, okay, meningitis, boom. Yeah. But maybe meningitis helps you hallucinate in a way that sees on a different wavelength. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're actually seeing. It weakens you just enough to 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 see the other side. Yeah. 
I, that, that, I don't know. It's kind of creepy. I think a lot, like, especially with shadow people, like some of these things, maybe there's not explanations for it or like, why would this random shadow person appear in your room? I can hear every single lap of Bristol drinking that water. I apologize. <laughs> we had to give her water because she was going to get loud. Yeah. Yeah, she was on the... It's like, it's like, a, like a nice calming stream in the headphones. Like, ah, it's nature sounds. It's just the, uh, the Alaskan husky over here yeah. drinking her water. Parched. See, now we're going to have bloopers for other time. Yeah. I'll just release like an Instagram live of 10 minutes worth of Bristol drinking, Bristol water. drinking water. Yeah. Or China just clamoring through the kitchen. Yeah. That was nuts. I had to edit that episode this past <laughs> week and I was like, good Lord. <laughs> like how loud are you? Yeah. First off. That's when you can tell that somebody doesn't listen to podcasts. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Cause she just, just stomped right in there. Yeah. Crushed ice and all. Cause if you listen to podcasts, you've heard podcasts where. Yeah. They have all the, those sounds and you're like, ooh. Yeah. And then oh, when yeah. they get better, they stop having all those crazy sounds. Oh, yeah. And you 100%. appreciate it. That's yeah. like, uh, like I said, any of Payne's podcast, Tenderfoot TV. Well, if I had one person just for the editing where this is three people yeah. very newly trying to throw this together. Oh, so yeah. you, we apologize. Yes, uh, <laughs> you will hear our dog drinking water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, uh, there's no shortage. But it, again, this is technically, what, episode 10? So imagine episode... 30 all right yes 30 is going to be clean stick as fuck. with us we yeah. know we, yeah. we have yeah so f- like finalizing the format and all that fun stuff is something that, that kind of happens over time you know player three entered the chat and i feel like like kind of like what you mentioned it's a nice balance there's people that well people well there are technically that believe these things 100 percent jump in there's people that doubt these things constantly and there's people that ride the fence and so you're getting literally all three of those perspectives and if anything heather will be kind of an indicator to be like is this more believable or is this less believable because it's but what if you truly want to believe then you're going to be angry when to to an extent but like like most plays the skeptic yeah I think most rational people, um, if they're proven wrong on something, they can accept that. You know, like there's going to be some of the the loonies out there for sure. But my husband's a huge skeptic. And so I always like to say like to him, I'm like, but wouldn't it be cool if Bigfoot is real? And he's like, I mean, I guess like, I mean, like it's for me, like I'm not going to like my life's works will not be, you know, a waste if I don't find Bigfoot. But I mean, if he's real and we got to find out like, heck yeah, that's cool. Like see the big guy until everybody goes out out and start shooting bigfoot exactly yeah trapping on just let the big guy roam around you know yeah stealing his children i mean no one's caught him yet so that was a good story though i like that i like the um i don't know there's a lot of creepy there's like a creep factor to it it just kept evolving you know it was one of those where you just kind of say you're like oh that's spooky and then well, you're like oh that's spooky you know what was creeping me out was the way the husband was talking to her like no you've been working too hard that that did you get me stay home. take this sedative yeah. Yeah. here you go uh, yeah. like super kind of controlling there i was like all right but to be honest the caption of what got me to pull this story is it wasn't my child standing in our room and as a mother of young children, let me tell you, one of the most terrifying <laughs> things is to wake up to your child yeah. standing in your room. That's not the story you want to read right before bed. You're like, oh, no, I that's like how what she got was me rationalizing. In. Like, maybe that, maybe my son brought a friend home. I'm like, you wouldn't know she, that. She's yeah. trying to reach <laughs> no, everywhere, but that the scary was, uh, part. Or a random kid just walked into yeah. their yeah. house. Like, hey, it's three forty-five. Gonna head on over. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure there's a better chance of something ghostly happening than. Yeah, yeah, I'd believe it's a demon before I believe that a kid yeah. just wandered into my house. Yeah. Or, or your kid brought somebody home without you knowing. Yeah. Because yeah. what, Danny's eight? Yeah. Man, impressive Danny seeing yeah. kids in eight years old. Yeah, give it about eight more years, then yeah. maybe you can worry maybe. about that kind of stuff. But 
Yeah, I think if if not leaning on the like if that story was 100% verifiable and it wasn't like it didn't end up being hallucination due to meningitis, what is the other alternative? It'd have to be something demonic, right? Because it, it wouldn't if it if it's tormenting like that, well, it couldn't just be like a oops, someone died in the house, you know? Well, what if it's shadow people? Where's the line with that being demonic? I don't you know because there's like topic? it's because I'd say that person's definitely more of a shadow person. The only thing is with the shape shifting. Yeah. Kind of different, but, but did it retain that smoke look the entire time, even with like the the dragon head or whatever it was, or did it say that it, it like looked like an actual dragon head? That it looked like the ones that are decorating, yeah, Asian buildings. So that would be so probably still a smoke figure, but in the shape of that, detailed enough. To, yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I pictured like a bright ass, you know, like Chinese New Year with the. No, it went from like like the kid body circled in smoke, then made a dragon head. Okay. Yeah. So I misinterpreted that. And then that. Yeah, that it be... charged right into her, knocked her out. She screamed, woke the husband. Everything shadow was person. over. But like shadow people that sheepshifts. Yeah. Basically, is what I would get from that. Because I, I mean, demonic, I would believe more if it was repetitive, like the yeah, last like one where that thing you know the other person times. had. Yeah. The all the the demon signs are there. Well, yeah. and it did it multiple times to the person. Or sh- this is her only account. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Well, it, what if it... It's interesting, too, to see, like, when you hear stories about shadow people, is the image that the people that are seeing it put on it. Yeah. You know, and humans are really bad about remembering things. Yeah. So they could add... They could see something strange and add all kinds of stories to it or, or make it seem like something it's not. And that would be almost like a way to look at each individual person and see what scares them, kind of. Yeah. See how it manifests itself in whatever they yeah. see. See, I find it more terrifying when it's a repeated offender, like the hat man, when multiple people see the same thing. Yeah. That creeps me out more than like someone's one should. off because it's then terrifying. it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. if multiple people are seeing said hat man. Yeah. The guy's got to be real. It's, it's more of a question of what is it at that yeah, point? Yeah. Like, is, is it, real? it like, yeah. What draws this into those people? Why? What if the belief creates the hat man? Like a tulpa? Or is that what it is? It's just you you have this strong belief, so whatever Manifest. darkness out there, yeah. just like, okay, I'll be that person that for you. all the weird sightings. Everyone's on, like, no sleep Reddit and starting to type all these things up. And you're like, oh, people are starting to believe. I mean, that's where you get all this crazy shit going now. Like yeah. those old gods are finally getting some power back. Reddit yeah, Black those Hole. old giant gods, yeah. Mothman in Chicago. Mothman just in like West West Virginia or like all over pretty much that region. I've heard about a lot of Chicago lately. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll do an episode on that. Yeah, well, yeah. for sure. That's why I try not to go out too much on uh, shadow people for sleep paralysis. Yeah. Um, there's yeah, a lot of uh, a, fun one. a lot of things today that I wanted to bring in, but would touch on other future projects. So yeah. Trying to <laughs> there, there's a lot of irons yeah, in the fire. Yeah, we've got a lot of yeah. plans. Yeah, there's... So every time tuned, I folks. do some research, I find 10 other things. Yeah. I know, and that's, that's what I said. The beauty of this genre in particular is that it is literally bottomless. Good oh, luck. Yeah. My notebook, my computer on a million tabs of saved things. <laughs> yeah. I have notes, and Same. you saw our group chat is intense it's lit yeah but uh we have a lot we want to do a lot to share and also um we would love to hear your stories as well so yes anyone listening to this you have a scary weird just anything yeah shoot us like an email margaret we're talking to you the freaky deaky pod yeah Yeah, i also forgot to say the the, yeah the the freaky deaky pod at gmail.com. Yeah. At one of one of these times, I'm going to literally remember it right off the bat. But We're just going to get somebody to record it. So you just click a button yeah. and drop it in there. Yeah. That's, that's our goal. So then we don't forget. 
just drag and drop clips into the show. Mm -hmm. You'll understand. It's kind of like a commercial, but it'll remind you and us where to find us and tell us your great stories. Yeah. We should do a lot of research on how to brainwash people through audio, and we should make all the commercials in that style. That's illegal. Yeah, but not if I cut this section out of the episode. (laughs) Then at that point, it's marketing, you know? It depends on if you brainwash them with your words. That's acceptable. But if you have like subliminal messages in. Oh, yeah, that that shit's weird. No, we just want you guys to listen to our stories and share the, yeah, share all the creepy truth. You know. Yeah, straight up. I there's nothing I love more than getting listener stories. It's they they have some of the best just hidden gems on the planet. You could research well, forever yeah. and never. Let's find face those it, stories. we can get Reddit stories all day long, mm-hmm. but to hear it from just it when I was at work and getting and a bunch of feedback on the podcast and some of the ghost stories I I've heard just in the camp I I live in maybe. Okay, I'll just stay in my little area. Yeah. No need to go wandering around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, it's it's interesting to hear about different experiences people have. Yeah. I think the more people hear about it and it becomes you know, a genre, then we're, yeah. it's more people are going to open and talk about it as well, not being judged. Yeah. I have, I have zero shame in talking about my shit. Like, well, I mean, if we hear some stories, we'll do some research on it, too. Maybe we'll find something out. True. Not just from, you don't have to worry about a skeptic's point of view. I'm not going to be mean to anybody. No, it's all, it's just opening the discussion is what you want. You want people to talk about it. You want to maybe get to the bottom of one or two things. What if we cracked something where like we figured out what this was? It was demons from the underworld. Knew it the whole time. What if there's no demons though? Who would we blame our stuff on? If there was no demons, then I wouldn't, I just really wouldn't understand some of the, uh, like malevolent, 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 no, (laughs) malevolent. That word is going to Malevolent. Yeah, malevolent, right? Okay. I'm going to pretend that that's how I said it the first time. Malevolent. Damn it. Now I don't remember the context. Okay. Yeah. It wouldn't explain all the malevolent experiences that people have. Like the ones where it seems like this thing is torturing you and not preying on, oh, you just happen to live in this house. You happen to do this. Or like literally spirits that haunt people. I feel like that's, yeah, demonic when they're personally attacking continued. But if it's just, you know, this was my house and I'm just going about my day being a little ghost, then... I mean, so could it technically be a ghost that was doing this shit? Maybe, but it doesn't... Maybe it's their interpretation of what they're experiencing and maybe they need to see why they automatically think something bad Or that ghost just doesn't like that person. Yeah, maybe it's... So they're like, you know what, I'm singling you out. Yeah. Maybe they just need to go talk to somebody and see why they hate themselves so much that they manifest a... Oh, victim blaming. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Not really. (laughs) But I mean, (laughs) sometimes I think people are really hard on themselves. Yeah. And then things they experience they interpret it as being against them because they are so hard on themselves oh no i get i get that but take that concept and put it on families experiencing poltergeist activity like how can you can explain it for one how can you explain it for like five how can you explain it when even people that aren't talking to each other are seeing the exact same that makes it a lot more difficult yeah this is where again i don't want to give too much because future content but (laughs) you guys know which place i'm talking about and multiple people within that house have these stories yeah i mean you guys have been there it's It's scary enough the house alone i've been there at the day now and at night so day and night it is 100 percent all the time it's creepy and when you have multiple people coming forward saying this has happened and even like one of them never talked about it for years come forward and say it and it's matching along with the other person's things they saw i'm like you can't make that up. you really can't i mean like to to an extent like it has to be something that's there's got to be something that we don't understand or grasp or 
at this point because yeah. there are too many stories. Yeah. Uh, like what it, and that's why I always say like the question is what is it? It's not does is this real? Is this not real? It's what is this? You know, like that's the explanation we need. That's what we need to be looking towards. And science and the paranormal community could work together on that, but they don't. But what would we have if we answered that question? We would have the answer to that question, which is what I always want. What I ask a question is I want an answer. I'm a curious bastard. But if you got the answer, you'd stop seeking and you might miss something. No, but you'd have the knowledge of it. You know, you'd be aware if you're buying a house. Do I this have to look into this This is only one topic haunted? amidst the million yeah. things that Scott wants to be true. I mean, Bigfoot. Yeah. Sometimes Aliens. knowledge is That's true. Yeah. The Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things we could go after. We just got to tackle like one subject at a time. True. The Loch Ness Monster is a ghost of a dinosaur. I just yeah. saw that on a movie the other day. Did you see the Google yeah. Maps of Loch Ness Monster? Mm-mm. Like, there's a picture, and people are like, oh, it's the, the tide or whatever it is from a boat driving past. But oh, I think I did. Yeah. It's like, hmm, that was a giant, creepy lizard thing. No thanks. But anyway, that's definitely not Halloween material. No. Loch Ness Monster will be covered at some point. Um, it would be totally Halloween material if you were celebrating on the lock. Or if it had a witch's hat. Yeah, both. <laughs> or both popped were. up and a witch was, oh, a witch that had been, an accused witch that had been drowned was writing this hundreds of years later. Well, there you go. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Now it's a Halloween yeah. thing. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. One <laughs> successful thing on the podcast. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, I have one. This is, and this is a shorter one. And it's really more or less psychological, but it could be one of several things. So, including demons from the underworld, which let's keep it on topic, you know? Hellraiser. I never saw those because the guy looked so freaky. It's a good movie. Same. Good movie. It's too scary. It is pretty scary. Yeah. Well, I'll be sure to check that out. That that was a Halloween movie you could have said right at the beginning when I asked. I didn't think of it. But you said, what, The Lake House with Sandra Bullock or something? Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, wait. What, what that was, was me with Practical Magic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. me on blast. It was a Sandra Bullock movie, right? The Lake That was a good movie. And spoiler alert, I loved it. So. Was Keanu Reeves? I was about yeah. to say, because yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Keanu Reeves plays hockey. He plays on my heartstrings, too. He's a stud. Look, I'll be I'm He's... And if you really look yeah. at him, he's not like a great actor. He just convinces you. Or he and has I think that, that weird. He's, kind. he's just kind. Yeah, he has he's that energy. He's more relatable. Yeah. Relatable. For sure. Person, yeah. yeah. So if you thought that you could get through a Halloween episode without a 30 second Keanu Reeves tangent, you had something else coming, all right? All the best Halloween episodes talk about Keanu Reeves for. We should make Keanu Reeves our spirit animal. He already is. That thing's no, so. no need to make it happen. He's Whoa. got it. So this is a little shorter, but it's a doozy. So just to give you guys a background, my family is of of French religion that believes in the after death and in contacting them. My grandfather and father say that they can see or hear things. I myself have been a skeptic for a long time, but strange things have been happening for some time that make me question my beliefs. Speaking of, first thing, does that kind of sound like a ghost? I was about to say, that's the ghost in our living room, Bristol. (laughs) (laughs) We should have just kept going and everybody would be like, what the hell was that sound? Did you hear that noise? What sound? That's the one. Yeah. Okay. First thing, my ex-girlfriend and I were in the living room watching a movie at dawn when suddenly I see a shadow figure out of the corner of my eye going down the stairs that lead to my living room where we were. I doubting the rest. Wait a second. You're talking about ex-girlfriends again. You know you're married to my daughter. You're always talking about ex-girlfriends this isn't, this on this isn't, show. This isn't my story. That's a Reddit yeah. story. I, <laughs> but I do. Yeah, there's a lot of ex-girlfriends in my creepy shit. He's I just got watched, a lot of ghosts in his closet. Yeah. Yeah. Skeletons, ghosts. They're there. They're I just there. was, that was my one time to throw you off this episode. 
Oh, you're welcome. Well, luckily for you, it didn't work. Still on my A game. Where was I? <laughs> Coming down the stairs. Doubting the veracity of what I had seen. Decide not to care. Soon after, my ex asks me, did you see that? I answer yes, summarizing the progress. We both saw the figure. We were afraid and went up to the room. Second thing, dreaming with the dead. I've had a few dreams of deceased people that I knew talking to me. My father says it's my way of getting in touch with them, but as I said, I'm quite skeptical. Third thing, sleep paralysis. I've had sleep paralysis my whole life, but the last few have been dark. A cousin and I broke into a, an abandoned factory, and on the same day, I had sleep paralysis where I could hear voices saying we shouldn't have gone there. My cousin, also on the same night, hears footsteps and knocks on the door of the isolated house where he lives. I have had other bad experiences with sleep paralysis, which according to my father are caused by an obsessive spirit that tries to torment me, but none as horrible as the one I am about to tell you. This happened today. Not today, obviously, but when this person wrote it. I went to bed around 1am and woke up around 4am, hungry. I go down to the kitchen, eat some yogurt and a cookie. I go up to, or I go up again to my room, I lie down and fall asleep, but not quite. I stay awake, half asleep, with the fucking sleep paralysis. Was it a chocolate chip cookie? I hope so. That's what Bristol The original says. story said drank some yogurt, and I was like, get the fuck out. You did not drink. <laughs> Took a hearty a swig drink. of Yoplait. <laughs> I was like, you ate some yogurt, my dude. But technically, did you chew the yogurt? No, so he's probably correct. No, they have yogurt drinks. They do, but they do, but yeah. see, you have to emphasize that. I drank a yogurt drink. Like a uh, yogurt drank smoothie, yogurt. not like a Yoplait yeah. smoothie. But I, I, I you picture know. you with like some fruit on the bottom and just like, yeah. <laughs> Taking a shot. Yeah, a yogurt shot at, one, at 4 a.m. I did happen? think that was a weird snack to wake up and yeah. eat. I'm sorry. If I'm but it also kind of made me hungry, too. I was like, yogurt and cookies sounds pretty good right now. Just I not mean, they do sleep. make yogurt Just with cookies in it. You ever yeah. heard those stories? Don't eat that. You'll have bad dreams. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, we're about to prove that. Thank you for that, Bristol. We are about to, <laughs> to prove that. She just went on demon patrol. No she demons. Did. Yeah, no demons to report back. So in front of me, we just established that this man has sleep paralysis after eating his yogurt and cookie. In front of me, next to my bed, I see a figure's head moving frantically, as we see in horror movies. Serious shit. I wake up, or at least I think I wake up. I sit on the bed, but something is wrong. I feel a strange presence in the room. I run to the bedroom door, but I don't get there. I wake up again, this time seeing a black arch on my bedroom ceiling. Inside the nightmare, I try to leave my room and go to my father's room. My parents sleep in separate rooms. When I get there, I open the door. He is sleeping. I try to wake him up, but he doesn't. I wake up again, suspecting that I'm still in a dream, but I'm totally confused. I get up from the bed and walk over to the bedroom door. Halfway there, I feel a presence behind me, and I look back, and it is me, with a demonic smile on my face. I wake up again. I run to my mom's room, scared to death. She is sleeping, but wakes up. I tell her that I was having nightmares and ask to sleep next to her. I'm an adult man, so imagine the fear that I was having to ask to sleep next to my mother. Son, you're on drugs. <laughs> yeah. I lie down. She starts laughing, viciously. I get chills, but I'm not an easy guy to scare. I look at my mother, and she has the same smile as me in the previous dream. Laughing as if enjoying my suffering, I get angry and ask that if he is tormenting me. I grab the thing that is both my mom and a thing by the neck with anger and choke her. I wake up again, this time to have another paralysis within the ordinary. And then I really wake up, glad to be really awake this time. Anyways, the environment in my house is not the best. It could be worse, but it's also not good. 
and I just wanted to share my story because I was scared to shit. Sounds like a future Edmund Kemper choking his mom. After, you know, being tormented by this recurring nightmare, this this endless waking dream, like that was like four or five, and then I woke up. And what then if I woke that's up. how serial killers actually see the world, and that's why they become serial killers? They just keep waking up. Like, I had a dream that I killed all my friends. Yeah. I mean, could be. Maybe you he's hear a about killer. people saying, I, what, I don't know what I was in that moment. It was like yeah. they black out and do it. That is true. Yeah, so maybe maybe that would be a this freak. is actually just the story that of a would be, That killer. would be terrifying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that would be horrible. I, wake, I, make, I think where it got me was the mom. Yeah. Because you go for that for comfort, Yeah, and then it turns around. I know, that's, yeah. No, that, that's too much for me. But And then and it would make you question. If you woke up, you're like, well, I can't run to anyone because I've tried my dad, tried my mom. Yeah, after like, twice, I'd be like, okay, I'm done. Like, just this take is, me. Yeah, this is yeah. too much. Yeah, it's over. This is going to traumatize me for, for forever, so let's just end it now. Yeah. So that, that's why that's, the ghosts don't mess with me. I'm boring. Yeah. I don't even run run around. No I'm ghosts. Like, Never mind. No ghosts wants to watch one. Netflix yeah. with us. So, whatever. I guess this is what we're doing then. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> but it's like the idea that you can have a dream and then wake up and still be in a dream and then wake up like some kind of twisted inception. No thanks. You know. And there's a lot of stories of people that have that. I've so done I just that kind before. Of wonder, really? You've had like waking dreams where you've woken up and then yeah. woken up again. Nothing that terrifying. Yeah. Mine's usually like I'll brush my teeth. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I I've had a couple where I feel like I got up, I went to work, and then I woke up and I was like. Well, shit, I've just spent the last three hours at work, and I'm waking up to go to work. Now my alarm's going off. Yeah. I've it, done that often. Yeah, that's the worst. But scary that's nonetheless. Like, night. Yeah. Yeah, work. The that is true. Yeah. That is 100% accurate. all of us. Yeah. I, so it's not a conventional scary story so much as it is more of like in your head type of thing. But what if it was? What if it's demons of the underworld, man? What if they're just taunting him in his dreams? I think there's demons Some there. Freddy Krueger shit. But they almost seem like his own demons. Because he's going to be like Kemper and yeah. get his mom. If there's one thing to, to glean from this story, it's that you really shouldn't wake up at 4 a.m. and get a cookie and yogurt. That would be a start. Yeah. yeah. Maybe choose wiser food options like, I don't know, some fruit. Maybe the organisms in the yogurt, the yogurt got an upset tummy or something. And Anything is possible. That you know? bacteria, you know? Yeah. yeah. Bacteria creates hallucinations. So, but what would happen with all the kombucha drinkers? I mean, yeah. have you seen this? Have, it's 2020. Yeah, it is kind of crazy out there. Maybe it's already happened. Could be. I mean, there are kombucha bars now. Mm hmm. So, yeah. Everyone's getting Everybody's all talking about crazy I need good on bacteria. That. Yeah. This has 3 billion live <laughs> probiotics. So, now that's freaky. That is freaky deaky, yes. That's that might be the first time it's been. Well, no, yeah, I didn't say it in the beginning. So mm-hmm. slack in this one. Yeah, it's, but it, it's the Halloween it's episode. Halloween. It can't we were too be, hyped yeah. to tell you scary it, yeah, stories. So you know what it is. We've yeah. already been You're eating here. the candy today since yeah. it's Halloween. We it is definitely things. Halloween. Sometimes you just get know. the munchies. Yeah, yep. yeah. About to raid the kids' candy bowl. Yeah. All the Reese's, that stuff. They get the you know lower end oh, yeah. candy. They they get the Mary Janes. <laughs> Or the Bitto honeys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Never in my life do I look and go, hmm, I want to be honey. Yeah, there's honey. been a couple times where I've, that's all that was left, and so I ate it, and I was like, it's not bad. It's not oh, great. I no. wouldn't reach for it, clearly, but it's not bad. Have you ever purchased one? Nope. Never in my life. And I don't I think I have either. My mom likes them. That's Yeah. It's like an old yeah. people's candy. It is. Yeah. Back before they actually made it taste like pure sugar. Back then, Peasant it was just candy. a bit of honey. Yeah. No, it's a lot of honey. Probably had real sugar back then, too. 
probably was real hunting too. Now it's not. So that, that kind of wraps up all that, that fun stuff. Um, I've got a couple semi-short spooky stories that I can tell you from, from my childhood. That, Yours are scary though. Well, and these ones are even scarier than the originals. Like, wait, but don't, like, like I said, one of these could just be that hallucination. It could have been, but I don't think it was. It just felt a lot different. I didn't hear people walking around the house till you started telling your scary stories. Now I hear them in the middle of the yeah, night. I brought, I brought them with me. Um, actually, one of the, the first, just to wrap it up a little bit, in that Shadow Person episode, I talked about, I said that I had an experience being choked by one, but I talked about it later. And I meant to, <laughs> to talk about it later in that episode, but we kind of ran long and I had to chop that off. So uh, I did have one experience and it was kind of a waking up out of a dream. On a, it was like a Saturday or something like that. And I was in my living room. It was back when I lived in a one bedroom apartment. So it's just me. And I had the comfiest couch that anyone could ever buy. And it was bought at like big lots for like 300 bucks. And I miss that couch to this day. On the weekends, I would go out there, I'd watch TV. And I kind of, as you do on a comfy ass couch, you fall asleep, you know? So it happened. It got me again. Sandman was calling. And I had a dream that I was sitting there watching TV. And this is in the same period where that shadow person was in that apartment. And so the apartment was still kind of spooky, kind of haunted. And I had a dream on that Saturday that I was doing the exact same thing I was doing when I fell asleep, which was watching TV. And my bedroom door, which is on the same wall that the TV's on. So TV's right here. My bedroom door is like two or three feet to the left. And it's closed at all times because I don't like open doors. So I'm sitting there watching TV and it slowly starts to creak open. And I'm looking at it like, oh shit, you know? And then a shadow person... It wasn't the small little child that I had seen in the room, but normal height, human being, shadow person looking dude is then suddenly in front of the door. And within like two or three seconds of me just panic staring at it, it jumps on top of me and it's like choking me out for what feels like forever. Like to the point where I'm gasping, I'm like, I'm about to die. And then I woke up on the couch and I still couldn't breathe for like 10 seconds. Like I was still gasping for air when I woke up and I was like writhing around and freaking out and shit. What if you almost died in that evil shadow person saved you yeah i don't think that's it so much but i don't know it could like because there's a lot of things like what like sleep apnea or whatever where sometimes you can pretty much stop breathing when you're asleep so i've always left that in there i'm like you know i don't know but the fact that i couldn't breathe when i woke up like for a solid 10 seconds i was trying like how how the fuck do i breathe like i need to restart this shit but yeah that traumatized me that could also explain seeing things because you're you get a lack of oxygen to your brain so you might start hallucinating probably before i probably wouldn't hallucinate things before i had a lack of oxygen to my brain but yes it could happen in that particular instance yeah but see that's that's tied in with the other three with the shadow person so those are all one collection of stories that one right there sounds like the easiest to say there are realistic things that could have happened and made you believe something was choking you because you were choking and the only way and I was to get out of it was yeah. to wake up. True. Your body and your brain will yeah. force you. Like fight or flight. Yeah. Kicked in. Yeah. And you woke up. So, and that's. So that one like, wasn't as scary as the other ones. Oh, that's not the scary one, my friend. Okay. Uh, He's like, this is just yeah. using you in. And actually, I've kind of, I gave, gave you a rundown of, of one of them uh, in the third person in like a different episode. I don't remember exactly how old I was. I was a teenager for sure. Anywhere between 14 and 16. Yeah, so I was anywhere from like 14 to 16 probably. And I woke up and it was dark in my room, but light because the moonlight was coming through like the little fabric curtain that I had. So I could see everything in the room. So it was romantic. Kind of. Okay. Yeah, some great mood lighting. 
So I, I sat there, I opened my eyes, and when I'd wake up as a kid, I'd usually look around to make sure nothing was out of place, right? And if I didn't see anything, then I was like, okay, great, super, back to bed. And so this night I woke up and I looked around and nothing was out of place. So I was like, all right, great. And I closed my eyes and I heard a man say, help me. And so I opened my eyes and I looked around again, all over the room, my cat's next to me. I'm like, okay, nothing out of place. Maybe I just heard shit. Tried to close my eyes and going back. I heard it again, the guy said, help me. And he was like dragging out, I was like, help me. And so I stand up and I'm looking around the room and nothing is out of place. My cat is hearing something as well. She's looking around the room. Nothing, I mean, she didn't convey it to me, but nothing seemed out of place to her as well. And then I hear it one more time. And this time with it, I see my pillow start to move a little bit. And so I'm like, okay. And I slowly grab the, the flap of the little pillowcase and I lift it up and I kind of peek inside to, you know, see what the fuck is making this noise inside my pillow. And when I lift that, I see the disembodied torso of a man with like an army uniform on, but it looked kind of old school. It looked like maybe Civil War-ish. At the end of the pillow, all I saw was the torso. It was kind of like writhing around. And at the end of the pillow, which was still covered by the pillowcase, a head rises up from the back and he screams in my face, help me, help me, help me. And I'm like, what the fuck? I grab the pillow and I throw it on the ground and I like jump back in my bed because that's the only move you got when you're 16 and still at home. Um, like, what are you going to do? Like, did I have a sword in the closet I was going to reach for? No, nothing I could have done. Just hopped in bed. And I'm staring at this pillow, which is now like I hear the groaning coming from it and it's moving on the floor. I knew the dude didn't have arms or legs, so I knew he couldn't climb up my, and my bed, I should have prefaced by saying, my bed is like one of those platform beds that had I think four drawers or something underneath it. So it was high off the ground. My logic was no way dude can like bite his way back up this thing. And so eventually I get to the point, I just go back to sleep. And I wake up and I look on the ground and there's a pillow on the ground, but luckily there's no man inside. That one, the only explanation I have for that is that it was a hallucination. But the only thing that I will say is that my cat was equally as freaked out as was my other cat in Vegas with the shadow person. So that's the only thing that I can say is I don't know how she was reacting to shit because she used to, she was a big old fat like peach tabby and she would sleep on my bed a lot. And so actually both the stories that I was going to tell you guys today, she is on the bed with me. But that one in particular, I have no reasoning. Like the house was, we were the first people in the house. It was a brand new house when, when our family moved in. So there's nothing there that could really be like haunting it, you know, but I had so many crazy experiences there that it's almost like shit was haunting me. Could just be an imprint in time. Yeah. I don't know why it would be there. Sounds like a... California city? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Unless idea. somebody was out there, you know, maybe a Vietnam vet early yeah. on and that's where he was suffering. That's what I was thinking. Was it a, you know, like where were you really in California? So yeah, yeah it's like high desert. Like, I'd expect that more on like the East Coast, yeah, historic, yeah. you know, side of things. But and I if mean, it was an old uniform, it could have been something that the government used in the West when they were taking yeah. over California. Could have been. I don't know. It, it, but it's something that has literally stuck in my head ever since. Like I've forgotten. There's been a handful of things I've seen over the years that I've probably forgotten. But this one is like burned into my memory and it's like i remember every frame of that playing out and it was spooky as hell should i talk about the couch yeah so uh my husband and i in our younger married years you know always looking for a great deal on furniture as you should we were in the market for a couch and it happened my sister's neighbor had this brand new couch older gentleman but he had passed 
my twisted mind, the first thing I think was, well, did he die in the home? Because if not, I'm not buying anything that came out of this house. Yeah. No, he went to hospice. He was fine. So, okay. All right. Got a brand new couch. He barely was there. He was kind of sick the last few months. So we got this couch. Great deal. Super comfy couch, by the way. My mom had bought a couple jackets off of him because he was a uh, Vikings fan. And mm. my father-in-law is. So she got a couple things. And, like, all his stuff was pristine, you know. Yeah. Like new. A couple weeks later, the daughter calls and she was the one kind of getting all the affairs together. And she goes, have you found a watch? My mom goes, no. And she goes, well, I don't know if it was in like the jacket pocket. My uh, father had this watch that he didn't want my brothers getting. And I could just see him hiding it despite them, basically. So my mom goes and checks and looks in all the pockets of the jackets. No, there's nothing there, you know. Well, shortly after my husband, and I had weird stuff start happening in our house like standing in the kitchen together and a cereal box fall over it's like so then i joke a cereal box like just straight you know no draft nothing we're just both standing in there and just kind of threw you off and so i laughingly said watch he hid this watch somewhere inside the couch and he's like linked to it being his prized possession yeah and it's messing with us so then after that we would just start saying the guy's name was john so anytime something weird would happen in the house we're like all right john go to bed you know <laughs> leave us alone message received <laughs> and yeah. that became the joke and you know, like i said it was just little things here and there like that stuff knocking over making a noise but who knows you know draft or yeah. a pet doing something you know yeah, making yeah, something yeah. fall over one morning my husband comes in the room and he goes, what are you doing? And I'm dead asleep at this point. And I'm like, uh, sleeping, you know? Yeah. And he's like, this is the third time I've come in our room and turned the light off. <laughs> he thought I kept getting up and turning it on and would come out. And I was like, I've been asleep this whole time. So he turns the light back off. I lay back down, trying to close my eyes and go back to sleep. Yeah. And the lights go on again. <laughs> We took our, this was like not a, like a flip switch light, like yeah. a button one. And so we took the light switch part, trying to see if something was like outing, electrical, yeah. who knows? Nothing to explain for it. So, I mean, was it a ghost or was it because, you know, I had this in my head from I mean, said I think, thing? yeah. That's about the weirdest I had in that house. I've, I've never had a house where I felt worried at night. If yeah. I was like alone, if my husband was out of town or something. I yeah. just felt really creepy in this house. Which, it's Alaska, there's not a lot of street lights and things, so I think it's already creepy at night in the dark. True, and the, yeah. You know. Yeah, it doesn't take much. So, I'm like, you know, could it have been the location, the house was not as creepy as that. <laughs> but, um, so who knows? Like I said, the, the mind plays tricks, but definitely was creepy, so. Well, what do you think about that? You think that's 100% ghost, right? You're on board. Could be something. Yeah. I mean, ghosts are hard for me to accept, but... Yeah. Some kind of energy out there could act the same way, could do the same things or affect the world the same way. True. Yeah, that's that's creepy though. Like did and you never pulled apart the couch or anything to see if that... We did. We did like reach down the sides, like looking to see if there's anything like lodged. I mean that thing moved in and, like, out of the his house. Or something, yeah. so slicing them up. Like, where is this? We thing? didn't go that yeah. investigative because I mean it was a super comfy couch. Oh, I mean yeah. oh, I understand. really yeah. pillowy, could take a long good nap on there a lot of netflix time in but you know like i said it was a great great deal brand new couch yeah should have tracked down where it went to next and our friend took it and we did ask him we were like so anything weird happened he's like why and we're like we explained and he's like thanks you sent me a ghost couch like (laughs) wow great nothing he ever reported back though and like i said since then nothing i mean yeah knock on wood 
Yeah. I don't have any ghosts in my current house. If you do, you got to take pictures. That's the rule. It's on new this construction. Podcast. So as long as we didn't yeah. build on some kind of burial. Like you can, and, and he has it in his mind that you can just be like, oh, pardon me, Mr. Ghost. I got to get this. Let's get portrait mode on here for the ghost. Right. You know, like, like that's, that's what I'm saying. A lot of times people don't like in the middle of it. It's just terror. Like, oh, fuck, that shouldn't be here as it walks by. And then you're like, oh, I should have taken a picture. It's usually an afterthought. So if we go out ghost hunting, when you guys are running away screaming, I'll be like, hey, yeah. stand still. We need a picture. I know. We get a run for it. Yeah, we'll go. Stays. All right. Hold and okay. Wait, stop. Don't move it fast. Can't catch it. You'll thank me afterwards, though. Yeah. Documented proof that you can put on the website. True. Yeah. So I think I've got one last smaller one and same bedroom, same bed, same everything. Same cat. Same cat. It's a strange one because this it's the second time something's happened where something's tried talking to me and I couldn't understand what it was saying. And the first time was my mother when she came into my room at 5 a.m. or something like that, pushed or opened my door, which was closed, and she pokes her head into my room and is like super excited. She wakes me up, just her face talking at me, and I can't understand a word that she's saying to me, but she seems happy. She seems like she's got really great news. And I'm like, I asked her what? She repeated it. I said, what? She repeated it again. And I was like, you know what? Tell me when I wake up. And so she left the door kind of cracked. And then I went back to sleep. And when I woke up, the door was cracked where it was when my mom had come in. And so it's like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning now. I get up. I go to my mom's room. She's reading in bed. And I say, what were you trying to tell me this morning? And she looked at me and she said, what are you talking about? And I said, you came in my room at like 4 or 5 o'clock. Started flapping at the gums. You know, I didn't hear a word of it. What were you trying to say? She was like, I... I didn't go in your room this morning. I was like, huh. But that was the first time that something was talking to me and I couldn't understand a word of it. And this second story, same room, same cat, same bed, blah, 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 right? I wake up and it's the same situation. It's dark. I can see in my room because it's still, the moon is bright enough outside to where it illuminates just a little bit. But I hear the sound of a girl's laughter. Like a small girl. I go, hee, hee, hee. Yeah. Not less Michael Jackson, more creepy girl. But you get, you get the feel of it, right? And so I hear that and I open my eyes, look around, nothing's there. Great. Close my eyes. Hear it again. And this went on, you know, repeated for a few minutes until I finally was like, nope, got up. I looked around and I finally located where the sound was coming from. It was under my bed. And my bed was up against the wall with maybe like probably like a four inch gap between where the that tall ass frame sat and where the bed met. And so if you try real hard, which I did, you can squeeze your face up against the wall and look down to see if you see anything down there. And it's a dark void as it should be. It's underneath my bed, you know, bunch of trash and boxes down there. As I'm looking down there, I see a girl, like just like the head of a girl, I guess the top four inches of a girl's head. And um, she's looking at me and I'm looking at her and she starts saying something to me and I couldn't understand it. And I was just staring at her and she kept saying it, but she would giggle in between it. And after like a couple minutes, it felt like it was probably like 10 seconds. She eventually just kind of rolled over onto her stomach and crawled back under the bed, like further out of view, I should say, under the bed. And I fell asleep, like, and again, look over at my cat and her ears are all perked back, like she's hearing something. And I'm, I fall asleep that night to the sound of like papers rustling and shit, like if someone was crawling underneath my bed, but there's no way to get underneath that bed. It's literally buttered up, the, the empty space is buttered up to the wall, minus four inches, like I said. And so, like, no explanation, but that, that was, I found it weird that, that was the second time that I'd heard something, but I couldn't really pinpoint what the person was saying. Did Kat ever look at you like, why do you talk to yourself? I don't know, I'm just hanging a little bit like, <laughs> what? 
What are you doing? And she's like, did you see my string I dropped down there? <laughs> she's like, dude, don't you know this is sleep time? No. So that, that's another, um, that one didn't spook me as much as the first one. I mean, it was uncomfortable. It was unsettling. But I also, in my head, I knew, I was like, there's no way this bitch could get up here. She's makes, walled it, in. The, the fact that you didn't, un, you couldn't understand both times makes me think it was a dream. Because in dreams, you'll, you'll have trouble understanding what people are saying. Yeah. No, and, I, and I've thought that, but the, the mom thing doesn't make sense because of the door. Yeah. And like this one, this one would make more sense because it's not like I investigated further. She crawled under my bed and I was like, all right, well, I guess. Well, the door could have been op- opened by a ghost, but in your dream state. I just imagined it was You imagined mom. it was your mom, but it was really one of those demons you've been talking about Next keeping an eye on you. over your moms. Yeah. Like yeah. the Gotta have a conversation with my demon, mom. Yeah. The mom demon and the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it always made me think of like doppelgangers and it made me think of of that kind of aspect of it to where you're seeing the the opposite of this person. My mom in her head when I told her, she was like, oh, it must have been my angel. And I was like, you think your angel looks just like you? What a conceited, you know, <laughs> like, no. I'm like, I'm like, so I don't know. Like, but it, it opens up a lot, of, a lot of questions for me, especially because, you know, what did I see? Was it my mom? Was it not my mom? Was it a doppelganger of my mom? Who's to say? Was it her angel? Was it her angel? <laughs> yeah, let's put all the options out there. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's a couple. I think people should reach out and tell us what they think of these yeah, things. Yeah, if you have an explanation, Feedback, for sure. Which we're on uh, three big social media sites now. Facebook, yeah. Twitter, Instagram. Yep, yeah. we're on all of them. You can find us. And you said Twitter, right? That was like the yep, second Twitter, thing. Yeah. Okay. Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. And we're like, thinking about site. Pinterest. Thinking about Pinterest. So. Yeah. As soon as you start out. dancing, you can do TikTok. Yeah, that's probably. I don't think anyone wants to see our TikToks. Yeah. China, China can run the TikTok. Okay. That'll work. Yeah. yeah, she's hired. We pay a lot, so yeah. And I over over the course of time, I will share a lot of the the random stories that I've had if it fits in with topics and stuff like that. And a lot of people be like, "Well, every time you see something, it's when you're in your bedroom, so or in your house, so it must just be a hallucination." But I've had I've seen things when driving my car. I've seen things uh, at friends' houses. Like so, there's a, a whole wealth of places that I've encountered these things. So it can't all just be me sleeping and waking up with a hallucination, you know. But they're fun stories to tell, and it helps me remember them. So Do you ever everybody think wins. It's uh, Zach following along with you. I think Zach is gone from me, at least. But I think the more people look into it and, and talk about it, then I think it kind of because that that's something that's like demonic in nature. That's, oh yeah, Zach so, and Zozo and Zaza and yeah, yeah Mama and yeah. There's I, feel, a lot I find of, a lot of Zozos and Zazas on uh, Reddit. Yeah. I think I only found a few Zacks, which is what actually freaked yeah. me out because they're like, oh, it's the same as like Azazel. And I'm like, oh, okay, great, great yeah. news. Just names. Names of devious demons. Names to never add to your baby list for sure. Yeah, Azazel. Can't look at the names. What a beautiful name. Babylon. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's a future podcast. True. We'll talk about the. True. We've yeah. been dropping hints for the a lot of future. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of ideas. So I think that, that I mean, is there anything else that you guys want to want to end on this is halloween are we going to go out go trick-or-treating are we going to go out and murder someone in festive spirits what are um, we going to do i think we should start out with a drive around Bedarka road hmm. yeah we do need to make that happen we'll have some yogurt and, and a, a cookie, cookie. <laughs> we'll a cookie. go to bed that's yeah game over yeah we're gonna try all the bad juju see what we can yeah. see we could probably find some alaska made cookies mm. is that another shout out to the future yeah yeah cookies yes we do have a lot of things yes yeah, so just yeah for just, local fans if you uh like cookies that's that's why the local tuned. following needs to pick up yes because come with us there's cookies mm-hmm. 
Because the dark never side, bad. there are cookies yeah. and yeah. awesome people here. We'll even have demon cookies. We'll I just those. made that up. We'll yeah. Save those for you. Those are. They taste like rotting. It's devil's meat. food. It's a nice chocolate cookie. So it's yeah, I guess. I guess that that pretty much just just sums this thing up. Then, there, any closing words from you guys? No, no spooky. No, just say stay spooky, friends. Enjoy your yeah. Halloween. Happy Samhain. May your harvest have been bountiful. May you find yeah. many Reese's and Snickers in your candy bowl yeah. today. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that sums it all up. And that is freaky deaky. There we go. End music. Go. I apologize. We had to give her water because she was going to get loud. Yeah. Yeah, she was on the... So it's like a, a nice calming string in the headphones. Nature sounds. See, now we're going to have bloopers for other times. Yeah, I'll just release like an Instagram live of 10 minutes worth of Bristol drinking, drinking water here. Or China just clamoring through the kitchen. Yeah. That was nuts. I had to edit that episode. <laughs> That's what you know, I was like, good lord. <laughs> like, how loud are you?